And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. Ben and I was talking and talking and talking and talking and Hannah. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. She understood what the Bible says when it says, Be still and know that Kobos and I'm God. That's the first principle we have to learn. If, amen. If, you, if you're looking for a giant, if you're looking for God to intervene, you got to be still. Are you with me? You got to learn to be quiet. Less talking. Are you with me? Are you getting what I'm saying? Less talking. Because it's not about you. Amen. It's not about you. It's about the power of God flowing. And you cannot do. Oh God, we give you praise. Glory be to Jesus. So, so we are told here, since I need to get that, we are told here in, in 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 5, this is a dilemma. The Bible tells us, God shut up her womb. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. So, we are told here in 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 5, that the Lord, the Lord, verse, verse 5 and verse 6, we are told the Lord shut up a womb. But brothers and sisters, I want to look at that word because sometimes in the Bible, there is a, theo a theological term that's used. And that, that term is pronounced, it is what is called, I want, where did I, where did I have it? I have it somewhere. It's an, it's an anthro, anthropomorphism. Anthro, I'm trying to pronounce it properly here. Anthropomorphism. An, anthropom, an anthropomorphism is a way of it in God's actions in human terms that we can understand. Anthropomorphism. It is a way of explaining God's actions in human terms that we can understand. Even if we doesn't perfectly describe, even if it doesn't perfectly describe God. The term shut up a womb, that's the best. That's the best Samuel could come up with. <laughs> when God revealed what he did, that's the best Samuel could come up with. For that matter, the word shut up, it means, it means, it, it, at times it was used as pure. Uh, Lord, seven times it was, it was used as delivered up. Amen. It was used as shut up. Amen. A couple times, but it also it was also used as delivered up, pure, uh, repaired, or was also used as to give over. And this is what I'm saying, what if, what if God wanted Hannah, and it figuratively the word the word shut up also means surrender. What if God wanted Hannah to surrender? And the best way the translations could put it was shut up. All he wanted because God had a need, Hannah had a need. Are you with me? I said that last week. But when you take your need and you surrender it to God. Yeah. <laughs> King James called it shut up. When you deliver your need to God. Yeah. Are you getting what I'm saying? When you do that. Guess what? You qualify for receiving that need. Press down. Shaken over. Because the Bible says that Hannah had, Hannah had six other children. She had three more sons and two daughters. After Samuel. But God wanted Hannah to surrender Samuel. Because he needed a man to stand in the gap. What if God needs your need? 
<laughs> what if God needs your need? Are you with me, saints? The Bible calls it shut up. We understand that. Amen. That's what that's the best they could come up with. But what the Bible is simply saying is this right here. Brothers and sisters, we on earth, earth is a fallen place. A fallen place. And bad things do happen on earth. And what God did is he gave us the power to level the playing field. Yeah. He knows bad things happen on earth. It's a fallen place. The devil is wrecking havoc here. You know that. But the Bible says the power in Ephesians chapter 117, the same power that raised Christ from the dead is towards us. It is in us. In us to correct the wrong the devil is doing. I, I, to level the playing field. To open up your mouth, listen to word, and make earth reflect heaven. So, so how do you do that? I got to run. How, the first thing Hannah did was she remained quiet. Amen. She is not going to be distracted by peninas. By what she's saying. Amen. I'm going to be quiet. Be still and know that I'm God. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Can you jump over? Can you jump over to first? Let's go through what she did quickly. So I can bring it to a close. Can you jump over to verse, verse 6? Verse 6. Let's read quickly. Let's see what's happening. Because the devil has a way of coming to attack us. The Bible says, uh -huh, uh, you got it? Verse 6. And her adversary also provoked her sore for to make her what? Fret. You know where there is fear, there is no faith. <laughs> to make a fret because the Lord had what? Shut up a womb. The adversary, the devil, fret here means, fret here means to tremble. Hmm? It means to, to, to tremble. But Hannah did not get angry. Amen. He did not get angry. Fret also means to be violently agitated. It means to tumble. Now what I want you to do is notice what this verse is saying. Listen to what the verse is saying. The verse is saying the devil can whisper a thought to someone like he did to Penina. He whispered an untruth to Penina. This is what Penina was telling Hannah. Just accept it Hannah. You'll never have kids. Who you think you are? Yeah. You know, you, know that's what, you know that's what the devil does. He whispers to us and he gets us to say what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, to believe what he, well, well, he says it. And when we say what he says, we've been inspired by the devil. You have a Christian demonically inspired. That's trouble. So what he did, he whispered to Penina and tell her to provoke Hannah. Something, it's always something bad. Always something injurious. Injurious, are you with me? Always something ungodly. And so what happens is when the individual who is inspired by the devil speaks potentially, and by potentially I mean, um, if you don't have a 2020 vision, if you don't see as God sees, like we said, you don't speak as God speaks. If you don't have any type of spiritual savviness. If you don't live in the solution of your request. Then your response will be one of agitation. That's what's going to happen. If you are not careful. When the devil speaks through somebody. You're going to get agitated. Are you with me saints? That's what he wants. Because when you get agitated. It means that your faith has been toppled over. That's what he wants. He just wants to top. He wants to overthrow your faith, your unbelief. And you cannot be in faith and be agitated. 
You cannot be in faith and be fearful. The Bible says God has not given us a spirit of fear. But of power, love and a sound mind. That's what he's after. He's after your peace. He's after you living in the solution of your request. And so what we have to do brothers and sisters. Is behave like Hannah did. You know. Let me, th- let me say this right here. Last week Sunday I said my desire for us as a church is to run into love. You remember I said that? Run into the love of God so we can talk to each other and talk about each other good. Well, I didn't know. I was telling, I was telling uh, on Wednesday night, we went to, on a Sunday night, right? We went to, um, Elder Brenda was there, we went to support another pastor who was celebrating eight years in ministry. And he had a preacher over. The preacher, he invited the preacher. And guess what the preachers keep talking, start talking about? Love. His topic was, what's love got to do with it? And then he says, everything. Everything. And this is what he said. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share this with you as a church. Because that's where many of, us, many of us are. He said he was believing God for a down payment for a house. A brand new house. Thousands of dollars. And while he's believing God, he's confessing the word. Lord, I believe and so on. God told him, check your love walk. Yeah. Check your love walk. Because you're treating one another bad. Don't expect me to come through for you because, and, and he, brothers and sisters, he, he recited one of my favorite scripture verses, Galatians 5, 6. It says, in Christ, circumcision or not profits nothing, but faith that works by love. But faith that works by love. In, that's in Christ, not in the world. In Christ, what avails is faith that works how you know why faith is not working in the church there is not enough love what's love got to do with it i think you got it it doesn't matter how much you come here and we holler (laughs) and we don't cover one another protect one another let me tell you, that's why some of us are still believing God to be healed and we cannot be healed. I am sharing some things, brothers, I'm telling you. That's what he said. If God would stop a man and tell him, check your love work. Because you be- believe in God, I have faith, I'm believing God. For what? And Jesus said, they shall know you how? The way you what? Love one another. That's how we are going to know you are true Christians. By the way we love one another. By the way we defend and cover and protect and build up one another. And forgive one another quickly. If you have problems forgiving, you have a bad heart. And let me tell you, you got to deal with it because you are dying. You don't even know it. Let me share this with you. I'm telling you. If it's difficult for you to forgive, you have a bad heart and you are dying. You don't even know it. For that matter, that is why. Let me move on. I don't know who I'm talking to. Nobody told me anything. Amen. So Hannah realized that she has a responsibility. She has what? A responsibility to make the promise she saw manifest. What did she do? The very first thing she did, we said, she remained quiet. What did she do? She remained quiet. 
And this is what else she did. Can you go to verse 10? Let's look at what she did in verse 10. Verse 10, quickly. Glory be to Jesus. We got to move on. Verse 10. Verse 10. First Samuel chapter 1, verse 10. The Bible says, she was in bitterness, what? Of soul. And this is what you do when you're in bitterness. When you are in bitterness of soul, you don't call me and start to talk. What do you do when you are in bitterness of soul? Pray. Take a lesson from to whom? To the Lord. Yeah, when your soul is bitter and you've been hurt, are you with me? Or you, or you, you've been believing God and for some reason it's not working out. You, you come to the house of the Lord and you say, Pastor, can you put a key for me? I need to come in to talk to the Lord. I need to do it in the house of the Lord. That's what you do. You come and you express yourself to God. Amen. Tell him your likes. Tell him your, what you don't like. Uh, Isaiah chapter 1 verse 17 says, He said, come, let's reason together. He said, though your sins are as crimson, I'll make them white as snow. I said, God, you give me the invitation to come in and reason together. I said, I'm not reasoning, I'm wrong. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> I thank you for giving me the option to reason and discuss. But since I'm always wrong, I have nothing to reason. Oh God, I give you praise. Isn't God a, isn't God a wonderful God? The maker of heaven and earth asking you to come and reason with him. Who am I to reason with God? Nevertheless, he gave us that prayer. Lord have mercy. God is, too, God is just too good, too good, too good, too good. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's, let's move on. Let's, let's, let me just. So, so she prayed unto the Lord and wept so. She wept how? So, so my third point. So you cannot get anything from God by being proper. You know, that's a wholesome one by itself. You know, some people just, they just cannot break down. Because they are too proper. Nobody proper has gotten anything from God. Yeah. You got to break down like a child. And come to God and I need help. I remember that I was in school. I was at SBI and I was doing, we were doing calculus. And I did so much calculus. Calculus one, calculus two. I mean, all I saw was that kind of sign like a big S in my mind. Thank you so much. And, and so... I remember going to church because I, it was difficult for me. Here am I doing accounting. They have me do it. I'm no engineer. That's for Dr. Doe. That's not for me. But I remember one day I got a key and I went to the church on the parkway and I said, God, I need a download. I need your hands. And I kid you not, the next day everything came together. In the classroom, everything. I broke down. I, I wasn't proper. I didn't come in the, in the church and say, well, Lord, I got a word from you. Didn't you say? I don't know. I'm non-denominational, but I feel a Baptist preach. Well. 
Tori saying, give me the mic. <laughs> I can walk it baptistly anyhow. I got to run. I got to run, sis, because I want to finish with the sermon. God has given me sermons upon sermons. Just wept so like a baby, like a child, helpless before God. How many of you know if your child weep in your presence like that, you'll do something? Lord have mercy. Can you go to verse 11 quickly? We're just going to run through it. Run through it. I am trusting that all of you here are members for life. <laughs> I'm going to go through it quickly. You'll come back as the years go by. Amen. <laughs> At least that's what I believe. <laughs> and she vowed a vow in the house of the Lord and said, Oh Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your handmaid and remember me and not forget your handmaid, but will give unto thine handmaid a man child. Or whatever you put in it. Give unto your handmaid a spouse. God, I need me a boo this year. God, I'm tired of coming to church by myself. I need some, I need to roll up in the church with my boo on my left hand, master. After all, didn't you say it's not good for man to be alone? Oh my God. Lord have mercy. That's what you say, Master. And I'm believing you because you gave. Pastor Wood. I am telling you, I didn't come up with that sermon. Wednesday morning, at Friday morning at 9.30, I was praising and just preaching the message to me because I don't want to read. So I'm preaching it to me and God said, entitle the message, you can have your baby this year. God gave it to us. Are you with me? Let's continue Hannah's prayer. He said... Uh, then I will give him unto the Lord all the years of his life. You got to tell God if he wants to go, if she wants to go to church every day, she can go. I won't stop her. If she wants to stay in the house of the Lord, he can stay. I won't stop him. God, I am surrendering the need to you. If she says or he says, I want to be at church every night, every Lord is all right with me. Anyhow, let me move. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. And don't you forget that promise when you pray to God. Amen. And he said, I will make him a Nazarite. I will put no razor in his head. Quickly, verse 12, verse 12. And it came to pass as she continued praying before the Lord that Eli marked her mouth. Eli is the high priest. He's a, he's a good for nothing high priest. Amen. He, he's, he's a, he drinks like a sailor. Right here. Can you, let's go to verse. Uh, yeah. And now, now Hannah, she spake in her heart. Only her mouth moved, but her voice was not heard. Because she's not talking to a man. She's talking to God. Are you with me? She's talking to God. But Eli, but heard her voice not. Therefore, Eli thought she had been what? Eli said, hey, somebody's drinking just like me. So that's in the house of God at the altar crying. And the best you can come up with is she just got herself a kind of beer. She got herself some Corona somewhere. I'm certainly sure he had the captain. And yeah, and yeah. And yeah. And yeah. In church, that's the best you can come up with. In church, a good for nothing. 
But let me tell you something. A good for nothing priest doesn't negate the word of God. You find somebody who believes God and loves God. God will f- flow through a good for nothing priest and touch that person. Because that priest represents his authority. Are you with me? That priest may go to hell, but God is not going to let that person. Oh, I'm telling you, God is love. And I believe it. Ah, can you go for man? And Hannah answered and said, No, my lord. She still call him a lord. Still has respect. Still has reverence. No, my lord. I am a human of sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but have poured out my soul. That's what you got to do. You got to pour out your soul to the Lord. Since I've seen the steps she's taken, God has these here to help us. Can you continue? Continue. I need to go to a particular verse. Can you go to verse 7? Sorry. He said, count not thy handmaid for a daughter of the devil. Belial is devil. Amen. For out of the abundance of my complaint and grief, I have spoken to God. She said, I didn't call people because I was grieving. Amen. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Can, can, can I make a point? If I make a point, I'm going to make a point. Don't you get offended. Amen. Some things counselors cannot do for you. Oh, but I can, you know, I got to move on. I can watch it, but I got to move on. There's, there, there's a first I'm trying to meet. Amen. Then Eli answered and said, listen what he said. Eli answered and said, go in peace. And the God of Israel grant you your petition that thou hast asked of him. The good for nothing priest. You're a drunk. Tell her. I can see him. I can see him all in the post. The Lord of Israel. Isn't that pitiful? That's sad. I'm certainly sure if any of you come in that house, in that church, and you see me, and you see me drunk, hey, why did you come here? Did you come? To pray? I'm gone. I guarantee you won't see that happen to me. But I'm just saying, amen. Let me move on quickly. And she said, let thine handmaid, and she said, let thine handmaid find grace in thy sight. Did, have you read that? So the woman went, no, no, listen, listen. So she went away and what she did, she was fasting. She started eating and her countenance was what? Did she receive the healing right away? No, no, hold on. Yes, she did. But did it manifest in the natural realm? No. But she got up behaving like she did receive her child. Are you the Bible says when you pray, believe now, not when you see it manifest. When you suppose are working, when you pray, believe now. She said, The man of God said it, even if he's a good for nothing drunk, I believe it. And she got up, she eat, it was a done deal. It was a what? done till quickly quickly that's and and they rose up that morning and worshiped what did she do she still began to what did she do the baby has not manifested in the natural realm but she's given God a prayer isn't that remarkable isn't that real? Because she believed God did it. Hey, it hasn't crossed over as yet, but I believe God. I, 
Oh my God. These Old Testament stories, they just blow me. So, so, now, 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 this right here. And worship before the Lord and returned and came to a house to Ramah. And Elkanah knew his wife, Hannah. And the Lord, another anthropomorphism. Another way of explaining God, even if it's not accurate about him. You know God, nobody, God can forget nobody. But that's the best King James would come up with. That's the best. You, I got to move on. I got one more verse. The Lord remembered her. Wherefore it came to pass when the time was come. Notice what happened. It didn't happen right away. Time still passed by. Are you getting me? Are you getting what I'm saying? What passed by? Time still passed by. You know, you would believe as she prayed, the man of God spoke. She, she would go home and get pregnant. No. No, it took time. This is the verse I want to end with. Hebrews 13.8. Well, I'm, you know, I, cannot, I never end. I'm just going to put a pause on it. Hebrews 13.8 is what I want to see. I want to show you. Hebrews 13.8. This is the verse I want us to, to end on. I want you to think, if you can memorize that verse, what a blessing that would be. It says, Jesus Christ, the same today and forever. If Jesus did it for Hannah. <laughs> oh! All I got to do is look at the principles Hannah put in place and follow the same principles. And oops, there it is. There is another scripture verse I want. It talks about, I know it's in Hebrew. It says, through faith, through patience and faith, we obtain the promises. Can you, can you, I, I memorized it, but I forgot that so much has. Hebrews, is Hebrews what, Doc? It says, by patience and faith, they obtain the promises. You, you got it? No? Oh, man. Sorry about that. I, I, that's what I'm memorizing. I haven't gotten the book on the verse. I just got the body. But we'll get... Hebrews, Hebrews 6.12. Hebrews 6.12. Thank you so much. It says here, Hebrews 6.12. It says, now that's Hannah. Amen? That's Hannah. Jesus is the same yesterday and forever. That by that you be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and what patience inherit. That's what Hannah did. Faith and patience. Faith and patience. Faith and patience. Proverbs 27. Sorry, Psalms 27, verse 13. David said, I had fainted. I had believed. To see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And guess what he said? Verse 14 says, What I see on the Lord. <laughs> Be of good courage. I say, Hey, what on the Lord? Be of good courage. And he shall what? What I say on the Lord. Hannah had that down. You're here this morning. I mean, I have to end. I'm so sad. <laughs> You're here this morning. The same God who released the power for Hannah to have six kids when they called her barren. He's the same God of now.
please take time to meditate on the Word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the Word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com or call the church 850-408-8496.